0: Welcome to Doxed. In this episode, the boys talk about the Pepe phenomenon, Limewire, and other marketing strategies for emerging products, and the timeline takeover of Big Inc. I hope you enjoy. Welcome to Doxed, everybody—the Web three based podcast. Uh, I'm one of three hosts, Tom Desico, the community manager for Quarter Machine. Joining me today, introduce yourselves, boys.
1: Okay, I'll go because we'll sit here quietly for a while. Unmute button uh i'm aaron uh tim and i founded uh unnamed which is uh, a game and web3 studio we make big universes that hopefully you'll dive into um so i do the technical side of things
2: nice tim on twitter at not legal tim uh co-founder of unnamed there with aaron also happen to be a lawyer but not your lawyer nothing on this podcast is legal advice consult your own professionals
0: well said. Cool. Let's, uh, let's dive right into it. Aaron, you're going to lead this one for me because you uh, you obviously put in a little bit of time and effort prior to this recording. I'm just here to press the button and keep the conversation moving. So what are we talking about today?
1: I was going to bring up the Trump NFT, but I think we can talk about that later. What we always forget to do is talk about segments. Usually we do headlines and then we'll do what we call Rug of the Week. It doesn't mean it's an actual rug. And then we usually have web three. Um, so I, I'm probably alluding to, I want to talk about the Trump NFTs for will it uh, rug of the week. So
2: mm.
0: I
1: think they're going to be,
2: which is uh, a new they, segment that combines your favorite segments rug of the week and will it web
1: three
0: true. <laughs> <laughs> too funny. It's called will That's it funny rug of the week, will <laughs> it rug of the week? I like that. So I'm fixing all the camera angles on this. Um, cool. So kick it off, man. Start us. Yes.
1: Yeah, what are you do? So there was a big thing. There's been a big debate lately. And honestly, this is just more of an opinion piece than anything. But they're talking about Solana and uh, is Solana centralized? And so the, the big thing there is, does it matter if it's centralized? And is actually Solana centralized? So if you're not familiar, Solana is basically, uh, I think they're what? They're layer one. And they're, it's one of the networks that, uh, for better or worse, it has a lot of outages um they've gotten better over the last couple of months i'd say but that has to do with if one node that holds a lot of power so like a big validator on the network which basically is the person who says hey these transactions are good they're the people that let you do stuff on the blockchain more or less if one of them goes down because there's not enough decentralization the network can go out there's a lot more to it than that but does that actually matter so does it matter if a blockchain is centralized Decentralized, distributed
2: databases. Like I don't. I mean, to me, the question of does it matter is in the eye of the beholder. Is it being sold as a decentralized platform? And if so, then maybe it matters because it's not what it's being sold to be. But, I mean, from a functional standpoint, maybe not.
1: Do you know what the Nakamoto coefficient is? Uh, uh, the conspiracy okay. theory from Lost. <laughs> no. <laughs> so the Nakamoto coefficient, it's uh, it's 33. So what that means is that's the lowest, lowest number of validators that you need um, to collude to censor the network. So only 33 validators need to come together. Oh,
2: yeah. I didn't know they named it. I just call it a 51% attack.
1: Yeah. and it, Basically, it's the number of validators, right? And so uh, that, that would get there. So basically, that's not a lot. 33 validators is not a lot. Um, so... Uh, right now, just to give you guys an idea, I think Solana has like 3,400 validators. So it's not the 51% attack. Basically, with 33 validators, they can flip the switch and they can say, hey, we're censoring some of the data on here, which means technically it's not centralized. And so this is just, just Solana. I don't know if that's really a bad thing. The argument for Solana was not the fact that it was centralized, I think, at first, but they tried to, I think, go down that route. I don't really think it matters if the tech is there and what the tech is doing. Solana is cheaper to use than Ethereum as of today. And uh, not that I'm advocating for Solana. We don't have any affiliation to any of these. But Solana, you do something called paying rent. So it works a little bit different than paying gas on contracts. And it's typically much cheaper. So what do you think, Tom? Does it matter if it's centralized?
0: I think I think we're all kind of moving towards a more centralized platform, aren't we? regardless on what chain or layer you're looking at, that that's kind of what we want. Am I I wrong in feeling that uh, uh, we would have a lot more uh, adoption, ease of use, transparency, if things were more centralized?
1: Maybe. I mean, AWS has a managed blockchain, right? So AWS has a platform which is a managed blockchain. Um, But you guys probably, I mean, Tim, you may have known that because I mentioned it to you before, but... You don't hear about that right so i i think but that means right. the market is so limited right that has to do but with the also market. like
2: what's the use case for that for average kind of what you would consider to be web3 projects why why would a web3 project want a managed or centralized blockchain as opposed to just centralized cloud storage at this point you're like to me you're getting really nitpicky with data architecture because w- why does it matter if it's any blockchain at all versus just cloud storage once it's
1: centralized Okay, that's fair. Well, here, let me bring up another use case of, like, decentralization. You guys remember torrents? Yeah. So, no. torrenting? Yeah. <laughs> never I've, never torrented heard, ever. I've
0: never heard of that in my life. <laughs> okay.
1: Well, before, like, torrents were a thing, like, Napster and LimeWire existed, right? And LimeWire recently did that activation where they had you actually go. I don't know if you guys did it. I sent it to both of you. But I you did guys do it, yeah. Most of my messages, in all fairness, I send you a lot of garbage, so it's fine. Right. Uh, but then, but, but then line...
0: you'll be like, "I found that, guys! It blew up. Nakamigos went to the moon. I was early on that." And then all the I other decided
1: not to mint. So crap! That's... All the other crap <laughs> you <laughs> sent
0: us, we don't talk about ever again. But yeah, I did. As soon as I learned you don't do
1: everything
2: you send me, I stopped doing everything you send. Me. I uh-huh. do
0: most
1: of it. <laughs> I did. A, I hold Candyland. They made an announcement today, which we could talk about in post show. I don't think that's a mainstream thing,
0: but okay.
1: They did make an announcement today in after dark we can talk about that yeah, one
0: it's not after dark uh,
1: <laughs>
2: i think we might change the name to doc i'm dark. gonna push
1: for after dark <laughs> anyway the reason i bring up limewire is because they realized like look we have this decentralized platform because it was peer-to-peer and that's basically it's not really decentralized but it's close a uh, long story but limewire uh, partnered with milk road actually so they paid to sponsor one of the bigger newsletters this week Uh, But LimeWire's activation was really cool. They basically made a, like, Windows XP UI where you went on and you searched for stuff from the 2000s, and you got points, and that's how you end up getting into their scoreboard and and minting. It was Um, cool.
0: It was was nostalgic, for sure.
1: Yeah, it's a good marketing tactic, and I I don't think they're claiming anything about decentralization. I think they're just claiming they were, like, the peer-to-peer, one of the peer-to-peer OG platforms. Um, But it goes into, like, they're playing on nostalgia a little bit more. So going to market there is always a good uh, marketing tactic.
2: If you can get it,
0: we should, we should dive into the, Uh, the recent uh, things that we've been finding with marketing. We can talk about all the stuff that you guys are building. Also the interview that I went on yesterday, uh, incredible marketing on my in my humble opinion but yeah and also i think i think our audience based on what i've done we should definitely start talking a little bit more about uh web3 nft marketing kind of what we're experiencing so Um, there's a big, there's a big hit for nostalgic. I think everybody knows the demo of people that are, you know, into NFTs or web three. Um, everybody that's roughly our age, just say late twenties to early thirties, early forties, maybe. Um, there's that, that range of people. Um, so targeting something like, you know, meme culture with uh with limewire is is a big hit i i, I don't know I, I also look at uh what those projects may deliver I, i'd like to think deep down in my soul that if there's utility projects survive regardless but let's be honest i think uh i think the dgen in, in the community that surrounds itself in web 3 is more nostalgic based and and meme related but um Yeah, sorry, I went off on a tangent. No, I I
2: don't think it's even just the demo you're describing. I mean, if you look at, I mean, there is loads, loads of potential marketing around kind of retro tech as is perceived now in even younger demographics. So, I mean, some of the like uh, uh, digital cameras, like old low pixel count digital cameras are super popular right now. Uh, my sister, she was over here. You guys saw her. Maybe she's on one of the docks after darks or whatever.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> see, I'm going to try to make that work <laughs>
0: You're gonna. You guys are pulling um, for it, huh?
2: But she, remember, she showed you her phone. She had a flip phone. Oh, she had a flip phone, yep. That's super, like, honestly, man. Flip phones, digital cameras, low pixel, you know, digital cameras. Um, you know, when you see activations, retro tech. I mean, even, even we leaned into the retro tech feel mm-hmm. and nostalgia with the Sentry Portal. So...
0: Yeah, no, that's a. Oh, sorry, I'm trying to find myself. That's a solid point. Also, photos that have filters that make things look old now, too. It's interesting. Um, yeah, different. I don't know. Um, I, th- I well, think. Well, what about
1: Pepe? Like, so does that play on nostalgia? Like, is Pepe nostalgic at this point? Why did I think that nostalgic cool
0: meme? Uh, I don't know. That's a. That's Even if I had an answer for that, it would be, I don't know, just a Internet guess. Internet jokes. Maybe, but like, I don't know how many of them are there going to be like, I'm down for jokes. I'm down for the meme. Uh, But when it starts like hitting people's financials, it gets a little like washy for me. Maybe it's like that. I'm almost too, I don't want to say mature for the space, but like I would never throw money into something called Pepe coin. And I mean, I don't know about you guys, but just... No, I couldn't. We're gonna I'm...
1: sink it into something called uh, Goblin Town. Yeah. How I'm is not. how is that less? How is that different than throwing it into Pepe Coin? Right? Isn't that a meme with like a little guy as the face? And, yeah, um... yeah. I don't,
0: I'd have to do a deep dive on the origin of, of Pepe the Frog. Um, I don't. I don't know. Do I? I don't typically. I don't want to say invest. I don't usually put money into shit coins and i i like yeah. because it's like there's such a gamble do you know what i mean like and i'm not a gambler i like i work i work for my money and if i'm gonna do it with something i'm gonna put it into a team or a project or something that i think uh is is funny and i don't think losing money is funny does that i mean is that a a uh, blurred well, line
1: i'll give you an example somebody put 250 into pepe and in there it's now worth they got five point nine trillion Pepe tokens, and that's about two million bucks.
0: Yeah, well, it's absurd.
1: Yeah,
2: but but that's the main difference. Like it's a gamble. It well, it's lit. Yeah, one of those is it is structurally at its yeah. core a scam.
0: Yes. Okay. Yeah. hundred percent. The other, is, a,
2: the other yeah. is at least potentially, at least potentially some sort of ongoing project. This coin has no ongoing project. It's going to be a pump and a dump. And then it's done. Yeah. And people and are going to eat NFT it. Projects do that too. But at least within an NFT project, they've could, there is more of a cultivated community than just with, you know, altcoins. Yeah. And-,
0: yeah. and, and don't get me wrong. I think that there's a space for tokens uh, that live within an ecosystem. Like for instance, I mean, they dumped really hard, but back when bat, uh, uh, what was that? Uh, mm-hmm. Was it Basic Attention? Was that what it's called? Yeah, Basic Attention Net- yeah, Token. token. Uh, when they launched, I was like, "I cool, I like the economy of it. Like, yeah. like whether you put money in and it's there to support creators, uh, or you're earning it because there's no brokerage to a middleman if you're watching ads, you earn a token. I thought that economy was cool. Is right. is Pepe Coin gonna do anything? No. One
2: has a plan. One yeah. is obviously a game of hot potato, and you're just hoping that you're not holding it when the music ends.
0: Yeah, no, it's, yeah. That's well said. the other
2: one has at least a plan that you could think is viable and support as a participant if you wanted to.
0: So let's kind of let's reel this back into kind of talking about the marketing behind Pepe Coin. So a couple of things went against Pepe. I don't know if you guys followed it probably as closely as I did because I live on Twitter, um, but like. They had an official Pepe Coin had an official Twitter account. I don't know if you knew that, and it was removed. Yeah, yeah, I did. Twitter removed the official yep. Pepe Coin Twitter account, which is so strange. Um, also, maybe it wasn't using enough hate speech. Maybe that's right. <laughs> Got nothing, nothing to say to that one, guys. Uh, the other thing was that they essentially had no marketing. They were a presence. But the people that were talking about Pepe Coin or the growth of Pepe Coin were people that were obviously benefiting off of Pepe Coin. So I don't know. I just I, is it is it brilliant marketing to remain quiet and allow the mob to love or hate you? Yes, you I think mean, so? They're making
1: the money. Yeah, it, they just found their ideal way to get people to buy in. Right? It's like I always talk about making a splash. Now that's the big thing. Tim's hearing me say that, like. I don't know how many times over the last two weeks, probably like at least 2000. every
2: time you go to the bathroom. Yeah. Um. So
1: but but they they made a splash and now they continue to make a splash because they don't have to. It's kind of like what you were talking about. Big Ink earlier. I talked to Tim about this. Their go to yeah. market is they're leveraging their community to be their go to market. Right. They posted a uh, text that I made. They redacted it. But it was my text. right? Yeah, it was and super so, funny. It is. It's really funny. So nobody actually.
0: Let me see if I can pull it up so we can talk a little bit about it, um, and and kind of talk about the marketing behind this project called Big Inc. Um, So I think it
2: obviously like aesthetically appeals to you guys, but I do want to point out like relying on this is literally relying on just user generated content. Yep. The bottom line is the content in this case happens to appeal to both of you a lot. You find it funny. It matches your what you like and what you chuckle at. As opposed to a project that's relying on user generated content to like, you know, pull FBX or, uh, you know, pull objects into Blender and give them T-shirts and share them with the community that I don't think appeals to either of you as much. But this isn't like a new concept. It's just UGC. It's just being used in a way that I think. I think it's cool (laughs) and you. Think it's cool it's but.
0: super interesting but like even with it being a, a super unique and i would i would also stand on the same foot and debate the same way that you guys have launched uh century portal it's not getting nearly as many hits as it should because of how groundbreaking or innovative or interesting or fun uh or cutting yeah. edge I'm not trying to fluff you, but let's be honest. Like it's, it's more fun than any other activation has been built. And I think the marketing behind these things, um, when you get to think outside the box and you really do kind of push the needle forward, they, they should warrant success and they're just not. And I think this is unfortunate one for, for you guys. Uh, not that it's not successful. You literally were cracking the ice, but also with regards to big ink, I have them up on my screen right now. Um, that this is a super weird, unique way that a project has potentially launched. Um, a little bit of background into Big Inc before I dive into these, these tweets about them. Um, they uh, were brand new to Twitter as of July. Well, no, okay, so they joined Twitter July, 2022. So thought of for almost over a year. Um, just started tweeting, what, like in the past month, Like, something that was, like, very, very recent. Um, In doing that, they are an official Twitter-registered business. Uh, So, they have a registered LLC, also searchable. Just, obviously, LLCs are searchable. You can search Big Inc. You can look it up. You can see where it was registered. I sent a bunch of this stuff to Aaron in my kind of due diligence on this project and stuff. Um, But... Long story short, this project is like, are you are you down and out? Are you are you big down? Um, And when you connect to their website, you get to see how much money you have essentially lost in supporting NFTs. Did you buy at the top? What's the current evaluation of your portfolio? And it gives you a point system based on how much you've lost. And it's essentially the biggest loser. Uh, and it sounds like the people, what is it, the, the top 1,000 people will be able to mint this Big Ink project, right? Yeah. Uh, and then uh, part of their onboarding process, or let's call it like their allow list process, we're assuming, is that you get to sit in uh, and be interviewed to work for Big Ink, this company. Uh, I sat in on a interview yesterday yesterday. Uh, and let me pull up that tweet right now, just so you guys can see. I, they Literally, somebody took a screenshot of us all sitting in this interview. And I, mean, you know, I have my suit on, my tie, uh, and we were being interviewed by a giant chicken. Um, and the whole idea is like how bad of a... I don't want to say like bad of a person you are, but like they would they would hit you with like questions that were inherently funny. Like they were obviously like loaded questions, funny questions. And... Um, I don't know. It was just—it's a super unique way of interacting to hopefully be allowed to spend your own money. So yeah, I'm I'm curious to see where it's going to go. I'm also curious to see if it's tied to who I thought they were tied to. Um, but here's the tweet that Aaron was talking about too. I think it's super funny. So part of the interview process that I sat in on uh, yesterday, they were like, "Do you have a, a person that can give you a?" Um, a personal reference you know somebody we can call uh, literally during my meeting uh for a, a reference in the call so they texted aaron they called he didn't pick up and then they text him and said hello it was you uh tom DeSico gave your number as a reference for a job interview he's currently in would you be willing to join the call and provide a character reference his interview completes in 10 minutes so this is time sensitive aaron <laughs> aaron do you want to read what you wrote back do you have it pulled up i don't have
1: it pulled up you can read it
0: Aaron wrote back, I apologize for missing this. He's a piece of shit. He embezzled a bunch of money and invested it in FTX. (laughs) So obviously a super funny response. Their response to him doing that is they screenshotted it, redacted the word shit, uh, his name, my name. uh, And it also says, wow, that's a reference. This applicant is a big ink material. We want to interview with one of you want to interview with one of our recruiters. And then they post their calendar. It was calendarly but Calendly Calendly so uh Get thanks Lee. we'll be sp- looking for sponsors Calendly yeah I'll, I'll say it right if you pay us money so we promise <laughs> you give us money Tom will say it right on the next I one. promise <laughs> uh but yeah so super interesting marketing tactic um I'm hoping we see more of this stuff in the future too uh I liked um
1: what's the end result for this though so i think it's a, a min
0: i think it. it's a very low qual i think it's like a low tier mint i don't know
2: yeah i i think for me like you can kind of sum this up as this is this is super high touch marketing right yes. yeah super high touch marketing because the space is incredibly noisy and incredibly crowded and I think metrics are shifting. you don't have to sell a ten k to be successful right now. you just have to have raving fans you have to have people who love what you're doing and tell everyone look at what's happening now we to be clear have no affiliation with this project we're not getting anything this is not a promotion but we're talking about it on our podcast right
0: Mm, yeah so no for sure
2: they don't need to sell ten thousand of something to a bunch of dgens they need to get a hundred people 200 people a thousand people maybe 50 people it doesn't matter as long as those people love that project Mm and talk about that project in all of their circles over and over and just go on and on about it. So, that's the end game, I think, for this marketing strategy.
0: Here's, what, here's what's funny about this project. Obviously, being down and out or losing money on NFTs, buying NFTs at high rates, the whole idea behind Big Inc. is that you're down or you spent a yeah. lot of money. So what it does on its back end, or if it's being you know human-reviewed, is they are already nexing people that have found this that are big into NFT wash trading. So blur farming, all of that stuff, and they literally... Like say, nope, and your wallet is not you. You as a person cannot mint our project. They want well,
2: something I want to mention, too.
0: Yeah. Uh, when you talk about
2: that, I think it's a cool concept. I'm not connect if, if I have. Right. Which whatever. If I had a wallet with blue chips in it that were down big right now, I'm not connecting that to their site.
0: Uh, you, you can, can use the delegate, delegate cash.
2: cash. Yeah. You can you use beat me do it. Cash. <laughs> yeah. 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 Which is what Again, I did. Fine. But like, so now I'm going to use that. And I'm going to, I still think there's a friction and trust layer here for the stuff like this to really get mass scale. But that's why I kind of think it's not a bad that's idea. That's not their, that's not their play.
0: Touch. It isn't. Their play isn't.
1: is to try to get that person to notice the same way. We had an idea for something like this mm-hmm. where we were going to attack the, the big wallets and they're they're doing it which is why right. i'm interested in to see how it works and they tag them on on twitter and whatnot but yeah you, you, I, I, I we glossed over a point not gloss over but there's one point i want to hit you talked to tim you talked about how you don't need to do sell a 10k to be like a top tier project maybe not top tier sure but the last project that has gotten the closest to being uh that isn't like from like um another like imaginary ones i don't think it, maybe it was an imaginary ones iron paw gang right they they were done by, uh, I forget what team did Iron Paw Gang, but um, talking about a fresh studio coming out with a near blue chip. The only one that's happened in like, what, the past six months has been Nakamigos, and they were a 10k, right? And so, is, is that necessarily... I think they were
0: 20k, weren't they? Yeah, think... they were even bigger. Yeah, actually. Nakamigos, I think, was 20,000. I was actually going to bring up the same point, but... Uh, I yeah. also, I think it's fair to say it depends on what your marketing strategy is. Are you going to deliver? Or are you going to hope that you make your money past delivery? and well, they're going to they already
1: delivered. They
2: didn't even promise it anything. yeah, well, Nakamigos is that, terrible point, right? yeah. I'm not saying that you can't launch a ten k. <laughs> I'm saying that you don't have to do that now to be a productive studio play. Nakamigos doesn't have utility to my knowledge. maybe I'm not I mean, I'm not as plugged into their community and ecosystem, but, I don't believe they're they're holding themselves out as a studio building IP or building a game or doing anything. They're CCL, is, right?
0: No, one. they have commercial rights. Oh. Yeah. So. yeah. Utility. So,
2: maybe, but like I said, I wasn't trying to say those don't happen still. Obviously, that did happen. I'm just saying that there was definitely also a time when everybody thought that the way to... The the go-to-market for any project that had any NFTs involved was a 10K, right? Yeah. I'm saying I don't think that's the case anymore. I don't think that has to be your go-to-market as a generative art 10K project. I think there are other go-to-markets where you can leverage NFTs.
1: Since we're kind of hitting on more opinion pieces here, I guess this is just as the a, opinion episode. As opposed
2: episode. to our normal, super accurate, hard-hitting news. Well,
1: we, we normally do more headlines, <laughs> So, but this is good. I kind of wanted to segue into this, which I know t- Tom will be excited about, too. Um, Goblin Town re- re-released their contracts, okay? He's wearing a, an Illuminati t-shirt. I was going to wear the same one. Because um, so,
0: we live in the same house, and we wear each other's clothes.
1: Yeah. I, I, in fact, I was a little <laughs> pissed when he woke up, and he was out of the bed and was already dressed so right. you're gonna have to cut that one out uh
0: <laughs> nope, <laughs>
1: nope. Sound uh, so uh but they goblin town made an announcement Oh, sorry um truth labs made an announcement it's not goblin town i can complete the two they're a uh, truth labs owns goblin town the collection and i don't know anything about their ip because i don't do enough homework but uh they created a site called fublur.com so if you go to fublur.com tom you want yep. to pull that up yep. uh it's basically the steps to enforce royalties on a contract. They redeployed all their contracts. They basically airdropped all of like the ones they, that they want to enforce royalties on. One of them was Goblin Town, which I own. And I think they also did Illuminati, uh, which I also own. And Grumples. Um, yeah, and Grumples. I don't own that one. Uh, but I, I say this as a disclaimer. I own two of the NFTs I'm going to talk about. So they re-released all their contracts because they wanted to enforce royalties at a contract level because, obviously, they do not like Blur. And they released a site to talk about how to do it, and they even put an email where they will help you enforce royalties. Um, What are your guys' thoughts on royalty enforcement? I'll go first this time. Actually, sorry. Uh, I think it's important for a business to be able to make money for the long term to have royalties. But for a project like Nakamigos, which there's nothing other than they mint it out. I don't think it's it's as important. So I think it's actually project dependent, uh, but like a company that's trying to do stuff, how is that company going to have money to do stuff, right? If if we expect things as Goblin Town holders, as uh, somebody who knows that devs need to get paid, How do those devs get paid in the long term, right? Okay, they've delivered. They've made their money. They all got paid for delivering. Now, how do they continue to deliver and innovate? And right, that's basically like, look, there's not going to be secondaries forever on any project, right? It's going to end at some point for every single project. But if they can turn that into a product, but as we know, as like Tim and I being startup founders, it's, you can't create something out of nothing, you always need to inject capital or sweat equity. And at this point, they're still managing that collection. And if they want to turn that into a project, they're going to need money to do that. And they can't go out and raise. Right. They are going to do this. So for them, I think it makes sense. And what do you guys think?
2: I mean, I I agree with what you have said. Of course, I share perspective as a founder. And it's like, yeah, if somebody is relying on royalties to deliver, you shouldn't let people subvert it. All all the stuff you said, I agree Mm -hmm. with. But to kind of frame it from a different perspective, if the bottom line is it's project specific and like you said, knock amigos as an example, like they promised nothing. So mm-hmm. who cares if people work around their royalties versus a project that has a royalty and has an active dev team and they're working to ship a game and they're relying on that. The problem I have with that answer is, OK, so there's like a third party like group that gets to decide which projects are worthy of keeping their royalties and which aren't because wh- which founders are going to self-give them would knock amigos be like they would have just put zero right if they didn't want that money they do want that money so who's who who are you or me or this podcast or OpenSea or blur to say eh, this project has no roadmap let people work around their royalty build it into the, the contract yeah that's how then knock amigos can build it in their contract exactly Yep. That's what I'm saying. So it's even.
1: But if that's what project, they're it's doing it's here. That's
0: this is this is a redeployment to help you build it into your contract, correct, Darren? Right. Yeah. So well, right. yeah. They,
1: they made a site to give you a walkthrough and how to refer for these. From a
2: contract. practical standpoint, that's not a solution because no project is going to willingly not enforce it by contract now, right? So it doesn't matter if they need them or not. It's money, and any project that deploys if there's an if there's a mandatory way that can never be subverted everybody will just switch to that regardless of need or regardless of validation of why they want it right so we're
1: moving the space and tech forward then and that's also a good thing
2: yeah exactly opinion. but i agree with you like from a like moral or philosophical or business case it it is absolutely project by project but my point is everybody's going to use the most enforceable version of the tech whether they need to or not because they mm-hmm. want money
0: yeah um fair points uh, this was also beyond the 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 enforcement from blur it was to also curb uh the token farming with blur but so this was this was like a double-edged sword uh that they're fighting with currently so by doing this obviously uh the project gets paid because there are enforced royalties but in getting paid you essentially earn your you know token if you are to farm so
1: well, talking about interesting and controversial topics, I sent over a link. Uh, the other one that I wanted to bring up today is uh, FTX is getting VC interest for their reboot. So, Let's go. Are, are you guys surprised?
2: I'm not surprised because trying to take whatever assets remained at that organization and then try to utilize them to continue to bring in money or return to payback creditors and former stakeholders is probably a legitimate part of what they're going through as part of their restructuring and mm-hmm. bankruptcy proceeding. So
0: it's also whether you like it or not a very famous brand. So if somebody was like, Ooh, I don't FTX. Would you ever
1: I, trade on FTX?
0: Would I ever? No, yeah. I don't yeah, trade probably. though either. So
1: if you're like, I'm going to buy Bitcoin, where, where do you go today? Coinbase. Funny. You mention it. I set this one up. Coinbase just got a, uh, approval to do, um, perpetuals in Bermuda. So, because they can't do it here, uh, they are moving to Bermuda. They will <gasps> not be the only country. You got that. me. Yeah, so. you got him. I,
0: I got had. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, Tom, that means that because you got in
2: early, you get to move to Bermuda with him. That's what he was going to yeah. say.
1: Yes. Cool. But that's just perpetuals. But basically, what they're thinking, the speculation there is uh, eventually now they can pivot if the u.s says no more crypto trading so can uh, you softly play
2: that beach boy song kokomo over this section for aaron
0: yeah yeah i'm looking for uh our first cease and desist so i got you perfect. um i do want to do i'm going to do some due diligence really quick because i was reading something about like uh the u.s dollar turning into some potential digital currency at some point too like sooner than later so let me. okay what?
1: Yeah, uh, the only thing that's happened right now is that Gensler's saying that crypto needs to fall in line with securities laws. So uh, if you don't know who Gary Gensler tell is, tell him they're
2: not all securities and he should cool his jets. Yeah, you want to go tell him? I think I have on Twitter.
0: <laughs> have you? You tweeted Gary Gensler?
2: I don't think it, I might not have. I might have just said his name and not <laughs> added him because you know, at my core, I don't want to stir. The Do you pot
0: say his out. full name or you just add him as Gary? You're like Gary. Come on. Gary. <laughs> Gary. I can't, I'm not going to be able to find it, but there's some non-news I might have dreamt up. I don't know.
2: <laughs> well, all right. One of the things and that'll be you, touching, something you want us to talk about on the show Yeah. Send, send news over to Tom. He's always asking people to send news, send
0: nudes, news. Yeah. Yep. yep.
2: I hear him say that all the
0: time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's very true. All right. Cool. I'm sure. Okay. What headlines do you guys have? I'm sure. I want to. We always push it. I want to. I want to. Uh, will It Web three right off the bat because we never it give it three. enough time. No, no,
2: Let's run out of time and skip a segment. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Let's we can do, do that rug
0: again. of the
1: week. We know what rug of the week is. That would be
0: colloquial. Would be
1: one. So
2: oh, yeah, <laughs> 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 the week is the word colloquial. Uh,
0: okay. So oh, do you want, we yeah. want to talk about the Trump digital trading card season two?
1: Yes. Is it so how many did they drop what 49,000
0: 47,000 right? because he's the 47th president
1: no he's the 45th
0: mm. but he will be the 47th again
1: he would, oh, but that's why he got 45,000 the first three terms
0: time. i don't know oh, i'm just I kidding i don't know why i don't know I'm four just more
1: years right guys let's get political <laughs> yeah that's great
0: you should do it on twitter because they don't enforce <laughs> hate speech <laughs>
1: uh anyway so uh he released forty seven thousand more they sold out um i think it tanked the floor of the first collection so t- t- tim do you want to do the rug of the week like this is not a rug, yeah
2: disclaimer yeah we're not accusing anyone of anything the word rug started as meaning founders made away with a bunch of people's money and defrauded people and stole stuff and we're not meaning it that way now the word just means You know, it's kind of fun. We use it like, oh, my connection's rugging, my phone's cutting out or whatever. That would totally rug that guy, just meaning, you know, it didn't go as planned or something weird happened. So we mean it that way. We're not accusing
0: anyone of anything, except maybe. I mean, I don't know. This one. mm, Let's let's dive into this bad boy. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, it's funny. I don't usually take credit. I told Aaron about this dropping within the first hour and. They obviously they sold out. Forty-seven thousand items sold out. Sell for fiat. I think you can also, I think at this for this launch, you could have bought them uh with Ethereum as well. But uh $99 um USD. Wait,
2: they're really moving the space forward. You can you could buy those NFTs with Ethereum.
0: Mm-hmm. Wild. Oh, I know. I'm curious to see how that's going to affect. Because obviously, in doing this, you're supporting um former President Trump's uh his his future i don't know presidential candidacy so if he's taking money from crypto
2: that's the point you don't know where the money goes but you don't you don't with any project
0: so yeah um yeah so this is this is a thing that launched uh aaron did you end up buying any or no
1: no i don't touch those there's certain things i don't like touching meme coins i don't like touching uh things like that why did you give me shit
0: about meme coins then
1: I, I was giving uh, you shit about your camera's your- looking real
0: cute with that dog
1: oh yeah he's so big now
0: yo he's so cute
1: yeah he's a good boy
0: yeah cool sorry just... no it's okay
1: <laughs> i could I, I well what i'm thinking about doing is turning him into an asset and fractionalizing ownership mm-hmm. so you can have him one day per week or you can have his left leg depending on what i end up deciding That's so. okay.
0: <laughs> we should down like
1: a typical nft project though it's
2: like hey look normally i'd have to pay someone to board my dog but i'm gonna let you pay to board him one day a week
0: that's right <laughs> it's Would, fractionalized now. he's kind of like the cat dow you were talking about they're like we vote on do we feed him today
2: <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah don't do that
2: uh-huh.
0: so
1: all right to, to reel it back in uh uh the trump nfts all right I have, I have a couple follow-up questions do you guys think he's gonna do season three
2: yeah, 100%. I think he's going to sell them until there's no money to be made. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he Just doesn't a,
0: care if they yeah. don't sell. If he Just makes my a,
2: opinion, but this is a cash grab.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm going to ask you
2: guys bluntly you, then. Is it he'd a rub? sell stakes again if he could in the sharper image catalog or whatever the hell that was?
0: Is this is a rug? No, Wait, because there's, there, there's no the utility. Raffle. It's there a raffle. Is. I know, but I saw and,
1: it. And he has terms.
0: Wait, are you letting me term. answer this? or Are you going to answer the question that you just <laughs> like, asked? Well, I was going to set let the question a minute. Let me tell you what I think. <laughs> exactly. Do you guys think it's a rug? I want to talk. I want to talk. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair. <laughs> yeah, so there there were guarantees, essentially, there were guarantees uh, for buying certain amounts. So a donation of, let's just call it a donation, in buying or a purchase of $4,700. So a hundred NFTs got you uh, another hundred. So it's like buy one, get one. Uh, and if I'm, my memory serves me correct, you also got a ticket to a private dinner with Trump. And there were only like a hundred of those yeah, But that's options.
2: nothing new, right? You can go to a $10,000 a plate dinner with former presidents all the time.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I think that's obviously what this is. So for do I think it's a rug as a project no, I think it's setting out to do exactly what it's meant to do, which is raise money. And I always I always had that thought feeling. Actually, last week when we talked about the um the the oh, shoot, what was it? The the war NFT, the cat one that you were mentioning Aaron. Do you remember when we were talking about that?
1: No, I do.
2: Yeah, I don't the, remember. Uh, the, the, I Ukraine, like yeah, the Ukraine yeah, the Ukraine war effort NFT. Often. Um mm-hmm.
0: I, if it doesn't have utility, but the utility as a person buying is you get to donate money, I think that checks the box of this is, this is exactly what it's meant to be. And I honestly feel that a Trump trading card, you get digital art that could potentially be immortalized. Uh, you see if,
2: they almost got all the uh, stock image watermarks out this time. They only <laughs> missed a couple.
0: Oh, they did only miss a few. I haven't seen yeah. any.
2: Way better than last time. So maybe that's why the first one went down because the art, you know, guys.
0: It's do you all think about that? The art. Do you think that Trump approves all of the art for these? No. No. I think
1: he said. I think he sat in a room and he's like, "Make me a cowboy and put me in space."
0: I want to send you. I'm going to send you guys. I think in chat just my said, favorite "Do
2: one for everything I've actually, really, totally done in my life."
0: This is my favorite one.
2: <laughs> Tim, your opinion <laughs> is leading here. One. uh, to be clear it's not a political opinion it's a cash grab opinion i don't like yeah i don't like
1: cash grab
0: what do you guys think of that art it's really cool
1: (laughs) (laughs) just just like this isn't legal advice right
0: (laughs) yep
2: oh
1: man
0: (laughs) did you look at the pf did you look at the profile picture of it
1: Uh, all right the cowboy one is pretty great
0: it's worth buying you should buy i would
1: buy i want it like i want it like (laughs) i I would frame it
0: the cowboy one's on the floor you can buy it
1: i'm really thinking about it i like how he has the 45 on there too is this from the second season
0: this is second season yeah we're only looking at all these
1: he should have put 47 he should have gone all out i like how the 45 it reminds me of the number 23 with like jim carrey remember that movie and it was like 23s everywhere and then they did that like montage and you saw like 23 this looks like that
0: spoiler i never saw the movie
1: yeah, uh, uh, the... <laughs> turns out the number 20 now i
0: know look. the numbers are everywhere <laughs> yeah
1: it's a uh, not worth watching
0: yeah no that's fine uh it's uh it's an interesting collection again i don't think it's a rug as much as I, pr- I would not buy it uh i thought of it originally i think uh i think the all-time high of the project flip was like maybe like another hundred dollars you might have been able to double up at like 0.1 um, yeah
2: and i don't know if these were flippers primarily
0: no, well, I'm looking at some of the names. Oh, so there's a guy called like Wake and Bake, Wake and Bake sixty nine, NFT Jimmy, and yeah, I think they are. I, I think, think that's the. Some...
1: Yeah, no, I no. know NFT Jimmy. He doesn't flip.
0: Yeah, he's not a flipper. He's a Diamond Hands guy. Uh, <laughs> well, and you are Wake and
2: Bake sixty nine.
0: Right? Yeah, that's mine. You know, but, um, you
2: know that one's not a flipper. I mean, either. let's
0: look at some of these people. Uh, look at some of their. Oh, this guy holds, boy. Holy oh, moly!
2: How
0: many? Uh probably so, fifty.
1: We released oh, a partner part project only the, a couple days ago. And so free dinner.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the dinner's not free. You can go into the building. all. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's uh, <laughs> right. sorry. So, sorry. Go ahead.
2: That's my, that's my assessment. It, it just feels cash grabby to me. And the reason my, it feels like I have an opinion bleeding through is because, Hey, maybe I do have one, but I try not to, to talk about that stuff, but also be like, It's not a secret that this particular person has put their name on loads of stuff to sell it, right? So to me, I think it's not – it just seems extra shilly. Not – all the political stuff aside, it's like somebody who's had a college and a line of meat and an airline and uh, anything, right? It's like you put your name on everything, and so I'm not surprised. That's all.
0: I want to pull up. I am going to see if I can find – because he doesn't use Twitter anymore, Donald Trump doesn't use it, um, but he Truth does. Social. He, I don't know. I, yeah, I think that's his. It's like his social platform, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, let me pull this up. The where I did know that it was an official launch was people were talking about it on Instagram. He posted his. His, yeah,
2: it, it was like his first post on Instagram in like a long time. A right?
0: long time, yeah. yeah and like he, he went he,
2: to it just to do this.
0: Yep, yep, a hundred percent. Which is wild, and that's what I wanted to see. This uh, I'm not going to be able to you open. Why didn't
2: use that social network he owns?
0: Probably because there's not as big of a following on there. Also, you got to think the that's market that his, he's tracks. thats in. his base, though, right? Like you think you'd he, have high conversion. Okay, but maybe they're not into crypto. I yeah, maybe. so. There's the. I mean, beyond me getting political, we can get political right after this because no, I, wanna ta- to. No, 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 saying, I like, want to. No, no, I want to because I want to talk about Aaron's PFP. So, <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> God, you talk about uh, marketing and it's like why wouldn't you go to the network where you think you would have the highest conversion rate
0: because uh, my assumption not ever being on truth social if that's what it's called is that he doesn't have 20 23 and a half million followers on there mm, my argument like would nightfall. be that he's literally advertising to people that like him and don't like him or look for alpha with him to release this stuff so he knew mm. where he was posting it yeah yeah, it makes sense. It's so bad. The artwork is so atrocious. It's wild that it's this. not
2: the it. first round. I,
0: I think, think it's th- so funny. Yeah, there's gonna be a lot of it. Um, but yeah, let's let's not get political. But I do want to talk about Aaron possibly making the leap to change after his Twitter.
1: We'll, well, we'll do that after dark. No,
0: it's important
1: no it's an after let's dark tease it.
0: let's tease
2: it look if you want to hear more about aaron maybe changing his pfp Ooh. make sure
0: you access the i, I want to get the there is no can't they can't access, the access it i can't yeah, you can't you so can't, make sure you, so find you a way to. okay can, if, can i ask you something no please
2: no nope. yeah, that's it ask. that's the end of the podcast <laughs> bye guys we'll
0: see you in the next episode let me ask you once one question and then we'll we'll change topics So you are changing your I have pulled up what your profile picture is now. Uh, So the people that only know what we're talking about will see this on Spotify if they watch our podcast because we're a video Mm -hmm. podcast Um, in your description of your Twitter profile. It has that ownership that you own. I'll leave that. You will leave that. Yeah, I'm going to leave that. Okay, interesting. I, I
1: own it. I, I yeah, I'm not flooding any communities or anything. I just want to change it. We'll talk about it in. We'll the... flood
0: it on the after dark.
1: Well, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not anything. That's true. Right. Um, so are you sad you're missing the Dow call in Truth, Truth Labs?
0: Uh, no, I don't. Oh no. Oh yeah, it's three o'clock. Uh, I am a little sad. Uh, I am a little <laughs> Sorry. sad. I it's realized
1: okay. that when I said this, invite... three up o'clock.
0: Like that. Yeah, that's all yeah. right. Yeah, I do I have like it, jumping in. in the deep I do like jumping in there and kind. of uh, It feels like a little bit of alpha all the time. So AJT, when you're in there, he's like, "That's what I like about that community, though, too, uh, is that they are willing to share with holders a little bit of the peek behind the curtain, uh, and they give you a heads up because the only people that are in there are obviously holders of a token that is not necessarily tied to the project because they are like an umbrella of a of a company. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'm well, a little here, dumb. let's
1: do the Will It Web 3. I have a really good one if you guys don't that is actually controversial.
0: Ooh, so. yeah, let's, uh, let's do it.
1: Is it a oh. dinner with a theoretical former president? No, it's something we're doing already in Web 3, and so you guys are going to be confused.
0: But, what, is, what do you mean um, theoretical?
1: No, because well, we already talked about a real one, so now we got we got to change Oh, okay. That. Well, that was the rug of the week.
0: Yes. Yeah,
2: but so we need Let's to be do So very want
0: yeah. <laughs> So I,
1: I want to say uh, DEX. So our DEX is actually viable. And so decentralized, if you don't know what DEX is, it's a decentralized exchange. It's basically an unregulated, in the loose term of unregulated, because that's an argument in itself, um, exchange that is regulated in the loose term that is regulated by the decentralized community. Which means, like, so an example of this, Coinbase is a centralized exchange, right? A decentralized right. exchange would be something like a Uniswap, potentially, but that there's even arguments there, right? So um, the reason I'm bringing this up is because what we're seeing with regulators in the U.S. and what we're seeing with decentralized exchanges always getting exploited, is there a long-term use case for decentralized exchange or will everything become centralized and heavily regulated to the point where DEXs won't exist anymore because they can't sustain or there will be like the black market of exchanges so will decentralized exchanges exist
2: uh, before so, you jump in and answer the question you just asked us wh- can I yeah. ask you a
1: question
0: no <laughs> we're also, oh, yeah, you, you we're we're also looking for podcast. a new host for this podcast you guys feel yeah, free to ask your questions. questions yeah <laughs>
1: Oh well then you have nobody that comes up with any of the, the shit we talk about. There's my one swear. So where's the <laughs> headlines, guys? <laughs> it's
2: just in local podcasts looking for more talkative hosts. That's um, right, that's the headline. No, I, I agree. <laughs> I think I think my question, oh, the is, question. Yeah. What do you think the value add is of an exchange like that being decentralized?
1: Yeah, I don't know if there is one. I really don't. I, 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 I don't either. Question.
2: I'm legitimately
1: asking. Yeah. I'll, I'll answer asked.
0: that because it kind of ties into where I was going to go with this too. Uh, and it's it's ambiguity. It's, it's being anonymous full and through, uh, through and through. So uh, I think we'll move to centralization, um, mm-hmm. but there will always be a decentralized side or platform to it, but it won't be accessible or advertised as a decentralized. Because what I was going to follow up with to you aaron was do you think that uh on the dark web there are these exchanges and will they ever go away
1: uh no they won't ever go away there will never be a way for the government of all of the of the world to track everything you know what is going to happen the tech will get there so they'll go offline that's what's going to happen it, like that's, I think, what we'll see eventually. I so there'll always be a way to You'll make have to
2: that print happen. Out all your Bitcoin and take it to them in person.
1: Yeah, right. You'll just do that. So um, I think what we're going to see, and this is going to sound weird, so I'm just going to say it, and then you guys can make fun of me. We're going to see that we do adopt a digital currency, and it does get heavily regulated, and it makes it easier to exchange globally. And then when that happens, because it's trackable, which is why Web3 exists and it's useful today. Uh, and for the long term, it's going to exist. It's a distributed ledger. Like It doesn't make sense for governments to not want that. It just makes their job easier. Anyway, um, when that happens, and we do see that adoption of governments and, and whatnot, I think that criminals will go have, be forced to go offline again. So it'll yeah, I mean, literally...
2: Think, no, it's a good point, because yeah. think of it this way. What if every transaction made with cash had a completely thorough and complete paper trail yeah. back to the day that it was minted. And, yep. like, people couldn't use it for things. Although, it would be kind of nice to not have to worry about, like, reporting taxes and stuff. Maybe, maybe, we, or am I being, you know, that'd well, be Well, kinda- hey,
1: did you know this, that they actually know how much taxes you owe and the entire tax system is a scam and it's just for lobbyists and that's, sponsor us, TurboTax, so... <laughs>
0: Yeah. <laughs> I am. Hot take right a there.
1: Huge <laughs> opinion about taxes, but that's okay. That's <laughs> that's for after dark. So,
0: yeah, we're we'll, we'll, we're gonna we'll have a really packed full after dark show today. Yeah, <laughs> so,
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's where all the real good stuff happens. So make sure you
1: guys get access to it. Aaron we t- all take off our shirts in after dark. As well. Aaron took you off his shirt before he,
0: this one. He did. Did Don't you lie. see him? He took off his shirt before this episode.
1: Yeah, I wanted you guys to look. I yeah. wanted you guys to soak it He's in. He's
0: leaning over. He's like, hey, boys.
2: <laughs> Hold on. Let me
0: hit the mute button with my peck. Did you say pecker? No, I said peck. Oh, but, uh, my peck. I thought you were like with my pecker. <laughs> <laughs> who says pecker? Right. Well, you do. You're uh, I do. Leader. I do say yeah, you know. I do. So
1: decentralized exchanges, what do you think, Tom?
0: Uh, I think they'll always be a new place that people say it's decentralized whether it shuts down or not have you ever heard of like a like a, a like a b2b like peer downloading site like back in like the 90s one would get shut down and a new one would open up so i think it's going to be the same thing it's literally
1: Why'd they stop they eventually stopped right
0: uh yeah because i think it was becoming harder or harder to
1: did they stop yeah, yeah.
0: You, yeah, you Pirate Bay's been dead for years. LimeWire shut down. Uh, Kazaa like, shut... how, how do you
1: know? I read how,
0: it, how it in the you book. Said? <laughs> <laughs> right, you said
2: Kazaa ah, and I had flashback. Did you? Because uh, oh, I
0: goodness. was way better in LimeWire. Because be I was
1: way better, is what I heard from. You guys
2: people. ever see Soul Seeks? <laughs> that was an interesting one.
0: No. No. Uh, no. Right? It's somebody funny. The... I didn't from, see or
2: use any of them. I think it was like in Europe. So somebody showed me that one once, and I was like, huh.
0: The most mainstream, what was, uh, was Napster, and I never, I never used Napster. Honest, honest and truthfully, never used Napster. Wow. Yeah. Weird. Right.
1: I did. It was bad.
0: Napster. So. Yeah. Was that like the that was like the era of like Friendster and everything too, right? Everything was a stir. Do you guys yeah, remember Friendster? I about
1: it. Friendster was pre MySpace.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And Goodness. did you write about it in your live journal?
1: Uh, no, I never used LiveJournal. I did use... What was that? Formspring. You guys remember Formspring? Yeah, I, I remember Formspring. Yeah. I have mine. I go on it sometimes. I'm like, oh. That's I think it's super funny.
0: That's super now, funny. But,
1: yeah, Formspring was a site where you could ask anonymous questions to people. And, like, uh, I was in high school or middle school when it came out. Maybe even it's college terrible. for a bit. It was horrible, but girls would do it. And so...
0: Ooh, for girls? Or <laughs> like
1: high school girls <laughs> that I knew. So, uh, But anyway... When you were in high school, <laughs> Just yeah.
0: Just to be clear, it wasn't recently. Yeah, when it was when not I was <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you uh, That's point. funny. That's funny. Uh, good. good well, chat. anyway, so yeah, that's sorry. it. Show chat. time, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. This was good. uh Let's do our sign-offs to let everybody know where we can find each other.
2: Are we done? What would we clock in on this one? Is this a short? Fifty-two
0: one? minutes. This is All quality. Right. Nobody well, wants wanna, to listen to us talk to them.
2: Some
1: one. disclaimers for ten minutes, Tim. We could do yeah that would be great.
2: I can squeeze them all
0: in in 10 minutes
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah, no, this was good. I this will also
2: talk like that uh, like that uh what was the fast talking guy? <laughs> <laughs> could squeeze was it out. like six Flags or something? I don't the
0: fast talker yeah. it sounds like a like a Seinfeld episode. Sure. He's a fast talker. I don't know. No
2: yeah, it probably is a Seinfeld episode. Yep. Um,
0: uh, Tim, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you?
2: Yeah, check me out on Twitter at notlegaltim. Um, you can catch me in the unnamed Discord. That's discord.gg slash joinunnamed. And uh, again, this is a podcast. It's for fun. It's not legal advice. It's not financial advice. Very special disclaimer on this one, not political advice.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, always consult your own professionals and uh, take it easy. Probably don't listen to us.
1: Where do I find <laughs> political professionals to consult?
2: Oh, Washington, D.C. They're in load. <laughs> All right. right. Or Twitter,
1: answer.
0: Twitter. <laughs> Lots perfect. of professionals on Twitter. <laughs>
2: or Twitter. Yeah, you can find anything on Twitter. <laughs> so, so you're, uh, you're oh, oh hey, side question. Yeah. What do you think Elon Musk was destroying in that rocket? Mm. Like business. Like, what do you think he put in there to to blow up? Because that was on purpose, right?
0: I didn't watch the video. I actually didn't know that the launch went poorly.
2: Oh well, then we got spoiler some spoiler after- alert spoiler alert oh. turns out it was benjamin harrison the it was people
0: <laughs> it, was the, it was the twitter board <laughs> yeah i have no idea oh, actually i didn't boy. watch it it really blew up yes oh that sucks yeah. <laughs> that sucks did they talk yeah. about it? unless he did it on purpose maybe he did it on That's purpose
2: what I'm saying there must have been like what like a bunch of <laughs>
0: I don't know. That's that's interesting. He did hype it up quite a bit too.
2: But yeah, because how else are you going to get a bunch of stuff into the upper atmosphere or the edges of space and destroy it so no one can find
0: it? Too Yeah. <laughs> so then, anyway, him. yeah,
2: that's at yeah. not legal Tim on Twitter. There, there
0: you go. Go, I, you I, go find him uh, for, for those conspiracy
1: <laughs> theories. <so. Yep. laughs> Aaron,
0: where can we find you?
1: Uh, in a hole um in aaron's (laughs) hidey hole yeah uh i'm aaron you can follow me at guy at aaron usually i'm retweeting things so i can get giveaways and then say see i told you guys (laughs) so uh if i'm not doing that i post more and more what seem to be controversial things so i stressed him out on twitter so do you
0: that's when you wear, like, so I just noticed, like, you got, like, your sweet hat on, a Karafuru shirt. Like, you're, you're a Web 3 dripped out right now. Do you ever go out? I'm, that's the first question, which I know is likely no. no. <laughs> Have you Next ever question. been out and people knew, like, what you were wearing? Like sweet, big...
1: The sweet hat, yes. Really? Uh, weirdly enough, yes. Yeah. So Most odd. of the time, no. But the sweet hat, three times people have known what sweet was. I don't no, know what sweet
2: is. I got that too because we have the same. Where did we get that in New York? You guys got
0: it in New York. I didn't get yeah. it. I think
2: I have that, and that—that's so weird because that's happened to me too with that hat and not much else. Web three stuff.
0: Before we completely yeah. shut this off, have you guys visit? Do you have sweet? Have you ever used it? Downloaded it? Tried it? No. Good hat. the hat looks great i don't mind
1: advertising for them by wearing it so i can say their
0: marketplace and their product now is terrible but Uh, good hat but their hat good
1: hat
2: good (laughs) and i wear
0: it it's worth looking at it just to know how bad it is i'm not kidding like give it a shot it's a terrible like ui interface it's it's bad also, buying and selling nfts n- they were like they were once a week free claiming nfts so it was like a really good onboard for new people to nfts because they would essentially drop you like um like some 11.55 worth nothing token uh in like a, a custodial custodial is the one you only need an email for non-custodial non-custodial right
2: yeah, it's more so complicated than that, but we can save that for another week.
0: Okay, cool. They would essentially just give you a wallet, and then you could yeah, always— the old
1: navy NFTs. You didn't say they had old navy.
0: There's a lot of big sign up projects. I think I think Macy's Day Parade was one of them. Um, there's a bunch of really big projects that have literally launched with an NFT through Suite, but there's no like their their specific marketplace is very bad and does little to no sales. So if you had a rare, sweet NFT, uh, you would have to literally send it to another marketplace. But then nobody's buying them anyway because they're sweet NFTs. Interesting. But uh, definitely uh, do your own research on it. But it's funny. Good hat. Bad product. Uh, And I'm Tom. Uh, You guys can find me uh, on Twitter uh, at Tom over Champlin. Uh, I'd like to take pride in all my tweets. I think uh, I hit the mark recently. I've had some good ones. Some super bangers, if you will. So, that's it. Thank you guys for listening to Docs. Make sure you guys leave a review uh, wherever you're listening, and then let us know so we can read it. Yeah, mash that like and subscribe button. Ring that bell. We'll see you guys in the next episode. (laughs) Peace out. Bye. Bye. Thank you all so much for listening to another full episode of Docs. We hope you guys enjoy what we're doing here. All three of us will also be attending VCon this year. So come find us and uh, we'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace.